ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Bigby and Bungie's Thursday Night Recce. We've got a very special guest with us tonight, one of the real veterans of rallying, especially in the Upper North Island, Charlie Evans. Thanks so much for joining us, Charlie. Oh, well, thank you and greetings. 40 years, mate, it's, it's a long, long time. Can you remember, if you go way back, what got you involved in, in this crazy sport? Yeah, well, yeah, I lived in a... Um... In a street where uh, two doors down, I was an apprentice mechanic at the time living at home, and uh, two doors down was a gentleman by the name of Paul Matthews who he had one of the uh, Daytona RX3 rally cars, and next door to him was uh, Bruce Powell who um, a lot of old people will know well who also had an RX3 rally car, so I guess I had a bit of FOMO and I and, uh, didn't want to miss out, so I did, to be different, I RX2. And uh, I guess between the three of us, we uh, we managed to devalue the whole neighbourhood uh, in, in some way. But uh, yeah, so that's, I guess, started. And and um, I guess, you know, like <clears throat> like most people will say, you get the bug and, and the rest is history. Obviously, you've had you know, a really successful career, you know, wins in the Northern Rally Sprint Series, Top Half Rally Series, all that sort of stuff. Was that ever the goal when you got into it, or was it just you you started and then you, you keep going a bit faster and chasing this sort of thing? Yeah, I think, I don't know, it just sort of evolves. Um, when when I started, I thought, oh, well, this would be sort of fun for a, for a couple of years, and then it turns into five, and then it turns into 10, and then it turns into 40, I guess. <laughs> Just like that, eh? Just like that. You, oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, the sport, I guess, has been good to me, and uh, I haven't, I've, I've, haven't regretted any of it, uh, which I guess is why I'm still going. Fantastic way to be, isn't it? Um, yeah. There's been a long list of of rotary powered cars over the, the years, and, and ironically, albeit outside of one season, what we've seen of you in the NZRC is is pretty much Honda power. Um, were those Hondas the first non-rotary cars that we've seen you in? Uh, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, had, <clears throat> I had Mazdas, well, I guess I started in 83, and uh, in a Mazda, and um, I don't know, the Mazda was always good to me. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I've, I've had a few blow ups, but uh, I learned the hard way. But I've, I've managed to get them pretty reliable after 40 years. But, um, the Honda was really an idea, perhaps about 2008, I think. Um, <clears throat> a few of us got talking and thought we should start a, a cheap class. Uh, at the time in, in England, they had a, a little Peugeot class. Where, uh, there was very limited. And uh, everyone ran all these little Peugeots, and there was a Peugeot class and a, and a truck full of spare parts where people needed them, and so on and so on. But um, so I just figured, well, you know, over here we'd probably use Hondas because it's a diamond. Um, and so I, I built a car for less than 10 grand, which was the, the kind of the goal. And um, pretty much it. Looked like it was a bit of a struggle getting it to take off, so I gave up on that and just used it myself and enjoyed it myself. Yeah, 
um, yeah. So I mean, I'm still still a great fan of the Honda. It's it's a great car to drive. It is a little bit more challenging than than the Mazda. The um, the Mazda sort of does what it's told, whereas the Honda, if you get into trouble, it's a little bit harder to to pluck your way out of it. I don't know. We're getting there. <laughs> How much of it, though, you obviously do a lot of, of the majority of your work on your cars yourself. How much do you enjoy that tinkering, developing? Because uh, so, you know, sometimes long nights in the shed, night on night, can, um, can can catch up with the best of people. But again, you know, you've, you've largely over forty years done done the majority of that work in your shed yourself. Well, I guess I sort of had to in the beginning. I mean, I never really had the money to pay anyone to do any well anything that I couldn't do myself um as I said before I've probably learned the hard way in some cases I mean yeah absolutely part of it is, is just tinkering away um you know I, I love being a machine I love making stuff um I've sort of progressed from being a, a mechanic to start with engineer and uh, really enjoyed just the satisfaction of maybe doing something on the car and then it works. And, and uh, there's plenty of things I've manufactured on the car that didn't work, but uh, it's just part of the, part of the journey, isn't it? it? Absolutely is. I want to turn to your, your championship sort of campaigns, because really it's only been in the last five years that we've seen you in the, in the championship. After 35 years, I guess, what? What made you decide, hey, this this is for me? And we saw you with the RX7 and the open two-wheel drive class. Um, I think on that particular year, I, I Otago had already passed, um, but I, my understanding was you could drop it, and uh, I was planning on doing the rest of them anyway. So I thought, well, I might as well just pay the the, the fee for the and have a go and as it turned out just about every rally we had heaps of problems <laughs> a disaster for me but you know i did them all and i met some great people and and um you know occasionally were competitive uh when it was going well but um i just uh yeah you know like <clears throat> yeah i mean all those rallies i was going to do anyway so so it just made sense no, no better reason than that. And now we, we see you in, in you know, Category 2 with the Honda. Amongst the, you've, I guess, the, the man of experience, you've probably just about been rallying for as long as all those guys have been rallying combined. Um, how do you find that sort of experience with the youth? And, and how do you find that, that class? Because the next bunch of guys are really competitive field. I've actually really enjoyed getting to know the guys. Um, they're, a, they're a good bunch of guys. Um, they're all competitive as hell, but um, I, I, they probably look at me as sort of the, the granddad of the class, I guess. But um, you know, I, just, I, I just like the idea of keeping them all honest and, uh, um, you know, we, we bounce ideas off each other, etc. Of course, uh, getting Dana in the car as well. I mean, she's that age group. Yep. Um, given her a good introduction into, you know, the 
the sort of the more serious side of it, I suppose. And uh, I guess having her in the car has also given me a little bit more enthusiasm as well to to um, keep going. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. that um, you know, what, what's it like having Dana, who's your niece, for those who, who haven't picked up on it, um, in, in the car? Because it, yeah, it must be neat to be able to do something like that. Oh, it is. I mean, she's, I mean, I've known her all her life, I guess, but, uh, um, and we've, um, we've had a, a good relationship all the way through. And uh, probably three or four years ago, she came out and uh, had a couple of rides in a, in a rally sprint and uh, pretty much uh, wangled her way into co-driving some more and, and um, you know, went and got her license and all that. And, so um figured well might as well <clears throat> keep her on and um you know she's she's turned out to be really good yeah it's excellent it's excellent now i want to put a, a bit of a curly question to you charlie because you're a man and certainly when i first got to know you it was a lot through target stuff and you've done a lot of tarmac rallying probably as much as anyone going around first of all i mean is there a surface that you prefer one over the other, or is it just a chance to go rallying as a chance to go rallying? I think, yeah, I think what you just said secondly, because um, I, I I haven't done a, I can't re recall doing a tarmac rally in the Honda, but uh, certainly in the Mazda, I mean, I just drive it the same on tarmac as possible anyway. Um, the speeds are higher. No, I, I can't say I enjoy one over the other anymore. So, so does the NZRC need a tarmac ground, or, or should the NZRC have a tarmac ground, or, or is gravel just fine? If you, I don't, I don't sort of mind. Um, I guess the argument to that would be a lot of these um, AP4 cars and that aren't really geared for a tarmac rally. Yep. That's the impression I get. Um, so probably not for that reason, but certainly if it was a tarmac rally, I mean, I'd lap it up just like any other rally. Talk of four-wheel drives. In 40 years, you, I don't think we've ever seen you drive a, a four-wheel drive car. Is, it, is there any desire to, to try one out? Um, yes, there is. <laughs> uh, I guess when the, I have actually sort of thought about seeing if I could lease one at some stage. Um, the only problem I have with that is I probably couldn't really afford to own one. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as getting one myself, I just I just don't think I've got the time. Or, or the money, I suppose, to to campaign. Um, it would be. I'd love to have a go, and I'm 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 it's always in the back of my mind, and maybe one day an opportunity will come along. But um, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, and uh, grateful to be able to do what I'm doing uh, for so long, and so often. So. Because you've proven you can, because the Hondas, which you know, after 25 years of, of road trees and rear wheel drive cars, that must have been quite an adjustment to, to get into 
Yeah, front wheel drive car, which you know, couldn't be more polar opposite in terms of the way you drive it. Um, yes, um, I, I know the first time I drove a front wheel drive in anger, um, I just about oversteered off the road, correcting it too much, thinking, thinking. Um, but now I really don't have any problems at all adjusting from one to the other. Um, the I sort of I sort of drive them the same, but um, obviously just the 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 corners a little um it's now it's not a problem but it, it was initially um it did um the master the master is a lot more forgiving as far as if you get into a bit of trouble um you just point it where it needs to go and give it a boot full and you normally get out of it you don't really have that luxury in the honda you have to get it right before that happens. Yep. Um, I think the Honda in places is a lot more efficient than the Mazda and probably faster than the Mazda, but the Mazda really comes into its own on the big wide fast stages, of course. Yep. Um, so, but I enjoy driving them both just equally. It doesn't, doesn't bother. Over those 40 years, are there any real standout highlights for you in terms of achievements or, or specific memories that were, were really enjoyed? Um, I guess, you know, there's been a few rallies where, I mean, I've, I've won a couple of rallies and uh, um, probably there's a lot of events that have been sort of standout where I feel like above my weight and it's all gone well um, and there's a few lows as well but fortunately the highs outweigh the lows for me so far so yeah what, what a lot of people probably won't know about you too is you you've been right behind uh, the the Waitomo rally and really focusing that around uh, clubman style competitors and, and newer competitors to the sport, where did the motivation come from to do that, and, and what was the sort of rationale, especially behind gearing it sort of in that direction? Well, that's an interesting one. Um, <clears throat> a few years ago, there was a bit of a discussion on Facebook about um, lack of competitors in North Rail, and um, there was a bit of toing and froing, and everyone was throwing in their fifty cents worth, and um, I made a comment and was in an, gave an opinion, if you like, um, which was pretty much that rallying had got a little bit too complicated and two nights away and, and um, you know, we need to get back to basics, simple, you know, simple basics. Yeah. Some people just want to turn up, do the rally and go home. And yeah. um, so I sort of put that point across, well, we might get a few more if we didn't have to go stay up there for two nights and um, I figured that in today's time documentation necessary because you know it can all be done online I mean and um, yeah I put my my point of view across and uh, probably got crucified by maybe 50% of the of the uh, feedback and then the other 50% was uh, 
was quite positive and in agreement. Um, but one comment that really sort of struck me a little bit was uh, um, somebody made the comment about people criticising events um, and never having been involved in organising an event themselves. That kind of touched the sides a little bit with me. So I thought, right, I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is. And um, we've got a business that could afford to put a little bit of money into to supporting the event. And uh, I talked to Rambo and a few of the other club members, and they were helpful and and uh, responded by saying, "Well, you know, well, let's let's get something together and we'll see if it works." And so we did, and it did work. Um, so I kind of can now, if I die tomorrow, I've actually put something back into the sport. Yep. Absolutely, no, and it certainly has been a successful thing. I've been lucky enough to compete in half of one before Simon and I had a little fire, but it was a fantastic rally, and there's even a beer at the end of the day, which always gets a big tip from me. So, but, um, what about, you've done 40 years, how how much further do you see yourself going with the sport, and, and are there any, uh, you know, any, anything else that you, you really want to tick off the list? Um, yeah, I don't know. There seems to be this little unofficial um, um, goal or unofficial race to see who can rally the longest between myself and Dave Strong and Grant Liston. As long as you're not trying to keep up with Brian Green, you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, he's another one. And um, I, I don't know, like, until I can't do it, I'll just keep doing it because I think it's a great sport. It's been a great sport for me. I've met a lot of really good people. And um, I think if we don't keep supporting events, they won't happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, well, I might do it next year or the year after. Well, my motto is, I can do it this year, I'll do it. And, uh, so I'll just keep going count, pretty much. And, and is there anything that you want to tick off the, the list or, or are you, you know, if you did stop tomorrow, was there, is there any sort of regrets or, gee, I wish I'd done that or, or won that or? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I wish I'd won a lot more events, of course, but um, there's a good reason why I haven't. Um, um, no, I don't, I don't. I don't have any regrets about anything. Um, you know, if I had to stop tomorrow, I'd just be grateful that I've, I've had forty years of great rallying. What a fantastic way to um, to sum it up, basically. Look, um, Charlie, thank you so much for your time. I know that you're not the biggest fan of, of doing things like this, but really appreciate you you telling a bit of your tale and and um, sharing it with our audience. I'm sure they really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. I appreciate the opportunity.